When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Here's a shift. Brimson pours through from the scrum. A killer blow. Brimson scores for the Titans and opens up a big lead once again. Superstar AJ Brimson joining us on Sports Day. You there, AJ? Yeah, boys, I'm here. How are you? you, you so were you asleep on the couch when we were trying to ring you or just trying to ghost our calls? <laughs> He's recovering. Uh, I want to be dead honest. I was, I was asleep, but it was in my bed. I had the aircon on. A uh-huh. recovery day today. Um, nice and and then, yeah, woke up to the phone call and, and here I am. Now, I'm ready to go. Now, AJ, before we get on any rugby league talk, um, every other golfer's, every other rugby league player's favourite pastime is golf. Now, one, do you play a lot of golf? What's your favourite course? What handicap are you claiming at the moment? Uh, my favourite course is probably the Glades at Urbina. Um, and a handicap, oh, it's not good. It's somewhere around 25, 26. Yeah, you're right. It isn't good. <laughs> no, just kidding, mate. It's, uh, it's, uh, it, it, it's a hard game, AJ, and you're an athlete. It'll come down very quickly the more you play. When you retire, mate, that's when it comes down. It's Matty Rogers here, mate. Hope you're well. Hey, I wanted to, wanted to ask you a couple of questions about the weekend's game. You're the, um, you know, you've got the best view there at the back. You know, things seem to be going really well for those first 20 minutes and then the wheels fell up. Can you, could, you just, could you put your finger on something there? Uh, no, I actually had media throughout the week and they asked a similar question and it's, it's quite hard to actually put the finger on exactly what happened, but um, the best I can describe it is probably just that, literally, I think it's pretty obvious, that 10-minute period before halftime. Um, and you know what it's like when a team gets momentum, it's... It sounds silly, but it's actually so hard to turn, and um, they start running harder. They start the crowd starts cheering louder, and the fifty-fifty calls start going their way when when you kind of when you've got that momentum because you're kind of earning it. And yeah. I think um, yeah, I think if we go in twelve-two, we can hold off those three tries in I think eight minutes. It was, I think we run away with it in the second half. But um, I think it's just a learning curve for, for a team that you know we're we're still building and we're still a little bit. Um, um, not as um, inexperienced, or a bit inexperienced, and I think we've just got to be tougher in those times when uh, momentum's against us. Yeah, I mean, it's certainly the case. Momentum does play a huge factor. Uh, it's, I used to call it the big mo. When you've got it, it's like you, you can do no wrong, and it's just so elusive, though, to, mm. to get it. Um, but what, how has the coach addressed it, uh, AJ, and, and what has he said about you know this week in terms of getting it right? Because you're, you're coming up against a side that doesn't often lose back-to-back games, and they were embarrassed last week. Uh, I guess, um, you know, the Titans themselves will be pretty embarrassed by their second half performance or that, that period in the game of that performance. Uh, how do you turn that around? What have you, what have you worked on this week? Uh, yeah, it's actually quite a similar story. I watched the Bulldogs in um, Melbourne game and similar to what Bellamy said about, you know, effort areas we spoke about, uh, the main problem was probably um, just those little things. As you know, as a footy player, um, you know, your line speed, um, kick chase, effort from marker things that, you know, requires no skill. So, and obviously just um, a lot of first-up contact. That's probably why we were losing those playables and what's, what's gave them uh, momentum. So, mm. uh, our, you know, defence coach was pretty disappointed in us and, and let us know about it. And um, 
I think it's just a um, big focus on going back to simple and, and working really hard and um, and winning our first up contact and really, you know, not just catching and waiting for them, but going at them with our line speed and, and winning that defence because, uh, yeah, we were just on the back foot for about 60 minutes. AJ, I'm interested, you just said you watched the Bulldogs in Melbourne game and it's funny when I hear interviews with NRL players where they say they don't watch a lot of rugby league. Now, I you know, know that you love your rugby league. You're a sport, rugby league tragic. Now, do you watch a lot of rugby league? And when you watch it, do you watch it from a an ob- objective view where you, you're trying to look at the opposition or are you, just, are you able just to sit back, relax and watch it as a fan? Yeah, no, I watch it as a pure fan. Uh, sometimes I'll, you know, because I watch it, you know, with um, my brothers or my mates and that sort of stuff. So, you know, I'm kind of watching it and we're all kind of, you know, saying, you know, whatever we think you're going to play or whoever did something well or wrong, and we're all kind of putting our input just like, you know, like we all just um, don't even play footy. So I kind of watch it as a fan. And then sometimes I'll be like, you know, I mean, in that game, obviously, because I knew we were versus Melbourne the next week, I was kind of hoping they were going to start coming back in the second half there because, you know, any team after a loss is, isn't as easy. So, uh, but no, I can watch it as a pure fan, which is good. Yeah, nice one, mate. Hey, there's been a couple of big changes for your side this year. Obviously, Semi Verrills and, and Foz coming in. But how's the, um, how have they fitted in? Obviously, Week one, we all thought, wow, this is, you know, you know, fantastic. Week two, things don't go quite to plan. Obviously, Beryl's is out this week. But how's the, how's the overall sort of, um, I guess, uh, morale in the squad about having, you know, a couple of real quality players come in? Yeah, it, it kind of boosted uh, through the roof, as you'd expect with quality players like that. And also uh, in quality positions, you know, two new additions to our spine, I think, both coming from clubs that have had had a fair bit of uh, success. Uh, both players have won a comp before and, and play finals footy on the regular. So I think when you get winners at your club, you start expecting to win. And I think the more you can get, um, yeah, the more winning becomes a habit. But obviously, massive loss with Beryl's. Yeah. Um, uh, not playing this week. But um, Chris Randall, I think we're lucky to have as well. He's, he's a quality nine. And um, we kind of need that depth because, you know, we're already two games in and we've lost a fair chunk of, of players, which is unfortunate. But um, I think a lot of teams go through it, especially in the Storm. Yeah, nice. Mate, when you watch, you know, when you have the likes of, of those players come in, have you learned anything from those players that have come in that you can take away and go, well, I need to incorporate that into my training or my recovery or my or my playing? Um, it's I think, you know, all kind of footy, footy is similar in terms of... Um, the way you play the game and that sort of stuff. I think probably just um, the standards those players expect at training. You know, like I said, coming from from clubs like Manly and Roosters, um, and the players that they play with are all a lot of internationals and Origin players and um, experience and just kind of what they accept at training. And um, yeah, just just I think standards at training and, and what you accept goes a long way. You know, quality in sessions is pretty big. Um, so probably just just that. Now, AJ, we've um, we've asked some of the, the listeners to text in, and we've got Brisbane Eel here. He gives you a little bit of a backhanded compliment because he's going to set you up for the for the knockout punch in the text message. He says, uh, don't forget to tell AJ's on radio. Yeah, love this bloke. Even if he's a Queenslander, can relate to him as the bloke next door. Wish him the best in life, career, and life in general. But then he sets you up for another one and says, um, can you ask AJ while he's on for my wife? Is there a separate Dally M section for most rank haircut we've been made aware about? She wants to know what to do the players, wives, partners. What do they say about these rank haircuts? So what's the story behind your 
Well, shaved he, the sides. Mate, this uh, is unfair. He, he mightn't think this is a rank haircut. He might think it's like you know, it might be trendy sets. You're just old. Yeah, true. Now, yeah. are you following a trend, AJ, or you you're just putting yourself out there? <laughs> Um, I, yeah, I mean, I don't think it's rank at all. I think uh, <laughs> I had a haircut before round one, which made it less rank. I mean, it was my mullet was getting quite long, heading toward um, Tino's length, so I thought that got a bit rank. And I'm happy to say play on that Tino's hair's rank, but me personally, I think I've just got a little mullet, a little bit of fun at the back. Um, yeah, but, uh, but I can understand what, how some older generations think it's a bit rank. Oh, yeah. well, they're, 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 they're boring. Generation they're boring, well. AJ. They're God, boring, mate. I'm with you. I'm with you. Now, uh, AJ, <laughs> uh, day for feeder. He looks lean. Now, I heard that when he came back from the World Cup, he was carrying a, some extra baggage. But um, he looks to have worked really hard since coming back from the World Cup. Yeah, he has. Um, and that's a, a massive credit to him. He came back... Uh, you know, quite a bit overweight. I think that um, that buffet in, in Tongan camp got him one nil. But he's um, <laughs> he's uh, he's honestly, um, I think he's. I mean, definitely so far. But throughout the year, he he's made a goal to you know be sober. Uh, he's on a massive diet where he's taking photos of every meal he has to our um, dietitian. Uh, and he, and he's credit to him. He's he's really stuck to that. And he and he's lost. Yeah, I think it's roughly 13 kilos or something like that. Um, so I think. You know, when a player has that sort of dedication, they're, they're in for a good year. So um, I'm happy for him, and I'm happy, you know, that he's a big player of our team, and he's putting in that commitment. So, uh, yeah, credit to him. Yeah, good on him. Now, on the other side of the field, the loss of Bo for Moore, who's a popular teammate. Um, boy big from loss. Dolby, probably would have looked at playing Origin at some mm. stage this year, you would, would have thought. Um, how much did that hurt the squad, just emotionally, when you first heard that news? Yeah, it, to be honest, it, we found out on the Wednesday of the, the week of round one, that training, and um, yeah, without, um, you know, going into it, I reckon he was probably our best travel pre-season, yep. and one of our best players last year, and he was, I think he was set for an origin debut, he was scoring hat-trick, I know it's a training, but he, he was just killing it, he was good in the trial against Redcliffe, uh, and he's he's obviously a skillful try scorer, but he's a big part of our defensive line and our inside pressure, and and that sort of stuff. So he was massive, you know, on the eve of round one, they kind of threw a massive spanner in the works. We're then flipping David to the left, bringing Simpson into the starting lineup, but, you know, hadn't done too much time at back row. Um, but I guess, unfortunately, that's that's the game we play. But, um, yeah, it did put a bit of a damper in the works, to be honest. Mate, obviously, um, there's you know, seeing Kalen go down last week is not good for him and all the game. And it's, um, you know, it's really sad to see him struggling with some head knocks at the moment. But... Um, there might be an opening at the back uh, come state of origin time at fullback, mate. Are you uh, are you prepared to get out there and take um, the New South Wales Blues down again, mate? Oh yeah, obviously. Um, if that was an option this year, I'd, I'd take it with both hands. Yeah, I, I love playing Origin, and, and I think um, I'm as comfortable as I've ever been um, back there after after a year um, at six. But um, yeah, hopefully, you know, as a mate of Kalen. He, he can, um, you know, get back out there and play Origin. I thought he was uh, probably unlucky not to get the Wally Lewis medal last year. And then, um, obviously, I was very impressed with another mate of Reese Walsh's game the other night. So he's a, another good, healthy competition there. But, um, I would, you know, I'd love to get back in that arena. Yeah, hey, we are certainly blessed with fullback talent at uh, up in Queensland, aren't we? Yeah, there's, so. a next, there's a very good wave of, you know, I know New South Wales 
fans don't like to hear this, there's another wave of sort of 18 to 23, 24-year-olds, which AG's part mm. of, that are really coming through. I'll be having nightmares down in New South Wales. Yeah, now, um, we're going to put you under the Sports Day blowtorch <laughs> before you go. Just a few questions, um, and you can give us your answer and reason why. Um, if you could be any other teammate, AJ, for one week, who would it be and why? Um, I'd be... I'd probably be Phil Sammy. Was that? He's um, he's like, he's one of my best mates, but he's he's got a missus and two kids, and his kids are cute. But he's his missus does everything. She mows the lawns when she's pregnant. She cleans oh, the house. Wow. He just sits down there and plays. He plays the game, mate. Honestly, when he was moving out of his last house, she had to she was mowing the lawns to get it right. To, you know, to for the rental company oh, and um. Yeah. I was like, why are you doing it? She's about six months pregnant. And she oh. said, I want it done right, you know. Oh, so wow. He'll walk the dog while she did the lawn. I do see him out on the golf course quite a bit <laughs> oh, out of the glades too. Wow. He gets out there a bit. Yeah, exactly. Wow, that is great. Okay. Exactly. We've asked other Gold Coast Titans players when we've had them on, who's the coach's pet? And they always say AJ. But who does AJ Brimson view as the coach's pet? Um, Probably Sam McIntyre. He's um he's just one of those. I mean, look, I could see how people could save me just because Justin and I have a good relationship. But uh, yeah, Sam McIntyre is the one who's there at five a.m. just just so the coach sees him there at five a.m. He's not actually doing much at the club. So, okay, uh, who's the first to leave on Mad Monday? Oh, firstly on Mad Monday, um, well, there's a few. There's, there's a few in the crew that um. You know, don't put in the best uh, performances, but probably uh, Jamin Jolliffe, <laughs> uh, Sam McIntyre again. Uh, Toby Sexton was horrendous uh, last <laughs> year. He didn't didn't do a good effort. So unfortunately, there's a few. Uh, okay, l- last one on on the back of who's the first to go home for Mad Monday. On the flip side, who's the best tourist? So if you go away for a few days, who's the one that can just just go for days? Uh um, let's, let's see, um, Philip, Philip Sammy, um, like, you know, he, he's a good tourist, he can rip in, uh, Aaron Booth, and, um, the young, young boy in, um, coming through the ranks, Tom Weaver. Yeah, oh, young yeah. halfback. He's my, he, he's he my, likes to have fun. he's my, next, yeah. he's my up and comer, one player to watch, I love that, mm. I, I like, he's, he's a good footballer. Uh, he, he's, a, he's a good little player, and he's a legend bloke off the field. So, um, no, nah, we always have a good time um, with him at team events, that sort of stuff. So I'll give him a little compliment there. Good, good stuff. Time. Now, uh, we just got a text message through from two listeners, 465 and Daniel from Prairie Wood. They're both asking the same question here. AJ, before we let you go, what's your favourite position, one or six? Uh, one. One. Yeah, nice. you play like a one. <laughs> yeah. you want to answer oh. that this one? Yeah. No, no, that's, <laughs> that's good. It. That's good. Uh, yeah. And, mate, we, we, yeah, love watching you play, AJ. You're, you're having a, um, you, you know, it's great to see you back at the one and, and in that free roving role where, um, you know, you can just pop up anywhere. It's uh, it's fantastic, mate. Good luck for the rest of the year. Hey, Saturday afternoon, Seabus, big game for not only the Titans, but the Melbourne Storm. Both need to bounce back. AJ Brimson, always a pleasure to talk to you. Great character and uh, love having you on Sports Day. Thanks for joining us, taking time out. No, thanks, guys. I always have some fun on here, so I appreciate it. Thanks very much. AJ Brimson, this is Sports Day, Sats and the Rat. The award-winning seven-seat Kia Sorento, Kia's large SUV, available now at your nearest Kia dealer. This is Sports Day. We'll be back soon.